From Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Hope you all are doing well. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to speak today over here with all of you. I'm presenting uh, the Pearl Reef, which is a uh, Sharia-compliant real estate investment fund. Uh, this reef was launched last year in April 2002. Uh, we established it, and uh, the sponsors, Omantel and OIA, they transferred their assets to the fund. And after that, the fund uh, um, sold its shares through an IPO in November 2022. So the fund has been doing really, really well um, since it's launched. We, the issue price was at 112 Beza, and uh, by now it has moved up to 120 Beza. So that's uh, really good in terms of the performance. Over here we can see how the structure actually works. So the uh, assets were transferred to the Pearl Reef and uh, Oman Tel and OIA for their share got a, um, a number of shares in the Pearl Reef and then it was later on sold to the public through an IPO. Uh, this structure is quite common in uh, real estate funds. Uh, it's basically this is the way it works. Uh, you would have um, the purchasing power of the fund uh, taken advantage of from the banks so when the borrowing cost comes in it's a lot cheaper for the fund to borrow compared to people themselves. So by funding it all through a structure which has strong sponsors, you end up uh, lowering your debt cost and uh, therefore taking advantage and giving a higher return to your investors. So the key highlights for the fund um, the fund, of course, it's, uh, the sponsors are Omantel and OIA, so it has really strong sponsors. Um, when you have a fund which has uh, very strong sponsors, it's easier to go to the banks to ask for funds. Um, you also get, end up getting a better rate from them because of that. So that's kind of one of the key advantages we've taken by issuing this fund. At the same time, also for the sponsors, it's kind of unlocking the value which they have stuck in their properties. So Omantel, um, they owned their headquarters, uh, which is a 55 million Omani Real building. Um, they could have either kept those funds over there, or they could have sold the real estate uh, building, the property, and used those funds to invest again in the market. Because they actually have uh, kind of a business plan where they can make 10 to 12% return per year uh, from their own generating business. So. Uh, for them to pay 6 or 7% um, rent is actually uh, ends up becoming cheaper and more valuable to invest it in their core business. So from an insurer perspective, it's uh, quite great. From an uh, investor perspective as, as well, it's, uh, it's quite attractive. You have uh, two marquee tenants in your fund, uh, so you're very safe in terms of return. The uh, rent uh, contracts, the lease agreements are quite long, so for the Omantel buildings for 15 years, and it's also their head office, so you don't really expect them to go somewhere else. Um, the other building is of OIA, it's the Lulu Salala building. Um, that also has been there for a while, it has a very long 
lease agreement with a step-up plan every three to five years of three to five percent. So it's kind of a long-term, uh, safe, you have good visibility, and uh, it's basically like a fixed income instrument where you're getting a return um, every year. So we pay dividends twice a year. So usually in April and October, you end up getting paid. Um, in terms of return and uh, frequency of return, I think uh, the fund matches it quite well. So this is the Lulu Salala building. This is a bit older in terms of when it was uh, constructed. Uh, I think it was uh, somewhere around 2012. This is the uh, Oman Tel building. It's a very iconic building. Um, looks amazingly uh, beautiful at night. So just to compare to you, I mean, like uh, the pros and cons, because when we were setting up the fund, of course, we were asked the question, uh, would you want to be Sharia compliant or no? And I think that's kind of the, where the case study focuses uh, at, because as an issuer trying to be Sharia compliant, at the moment, there is a great value in terms of if you chose to be Sharia compliant. So um, you would, uh, basically, the biggest benefit for you is that the rates uh, in the Sharia-compliant uh, circle are lower than uh, in the conventional. So basically, if, as an issuer, you would be paying less. And the reason for that mainly is because of demand and supply. There's not enough supply of uh, Sharia-compliant products, or at least uh, Sharia-compliant products that are of high quality. So when something comes along, uh, investors get excited, and that usually drives uh, up the price and uh, down the yield for that product. So usually you can get away with uh, paying less uh, as an issuer, uh, which is a good thing. But uh, of course, this thing is not something that would be lasting for a long time. You wouldn't always be able to drive on this thing. So um, down the years uh, when you have a lot of uh, Islamic products, you wouldn't expect this uh, discrepancy in pricing to take place. But now, if you see in the market in general also, the Sukuk always uh, trade higher, and they give you a lower yield, and that's because of the um, demand for Islamic products as a whole. Of course, when it comes to the cons, uh, there are a few cons uh, uh, on the screen as well. Um, uh, they are, uh, in terms of, I would say, quality smaller than the pros. Uh, that's why we decided to become Sharia compliant. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, they are there to take note of. Um, so basically, uh, our uh, rental agreements are uh, constructed on a triple net lease. A triple net lease, uh, for uh, whoever is not familiar with the term, is basically um, when you have uh, property, you just want to make a rent. You don't want to be responsible for any other costs related to that building. So uh, uh, what we have, like with the Mantel and Lulu, is that they would pay for everything and they would just give us the rent. So any insurance cost, maintenance, um, CAPEX to the building, it's all borne by the tenant himself. So that kind of puts the fund in a very good position so um, there would be no hiccups or uh, surprises later on. Um, that, uh, as a triple net lease, is uh, not conventionally accepted in the Sharia compliance space. 
So you have to be wary of that and see how to structure around it. Um, the ability to avail uh, debt from uh, conventional banks, so you won't be able to go to conventional banks to take debt. Of course, that's not a big hindrance because we have good uh, Islamic windows in Oman. The insurance also that you obtain has to be Takaful insurance, so you cannot go to uh, a normal uh, a conventional insurance provider. And uh, that was also another issue that we had because uh, the buildings already had an insurance on them, so we had to change that. Those are small things, but they add up to additional costs that would uh, rack up to you um, if you're thinking of going Sharia compliant. Um, other additional costs, so you'll have like one-time ongoing cost of Sharia compliance, so you'll have a Sharia board that you'll have to pay every year. Uh, that would be an additional cost for you as well. And uh, things will take a bit longer than usual, so if you have any documentations that you want to give out or if you have a prospectus you want to issue, of course that prospectus has to be checked by the Sharia compliant board, and that would, again, uh, uh, cause some delay in your timeline. And then uh, this is the, 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 the worst ones to swallow, which is to invest only in Sharia compliant assets. Um, your circle kind of for investments uh, goes down. Um, the Pearl Reef uh, with its board and its sponsors is a very ambitious fund and they are looking to grow not only uh, locally but also regionally. And uh, they are very interested in taking up uh, new properties and assets. But uh, we have to be very, very wary in terms of which type of assets we take. Uh, first of all, for the Sharia compliance, and second of all, also because we are a public fund. So we want to take care of the space uh, of uh, where all the investors have um, trusted us and uh, invested with us. So when you go looking for Sharia compliant assets, there are not many that you can pick from, at least from the high quality assets. So we have a very strict criteria. We go for uh, one tenant only in the building, and then um, and it has to be a long-term lease agreement. The, the tenant has to have some strong uh, financial background, um, so there's no counterparty risk. So those are like criterias which, if you put them all together, you kind of uh, end up looking mainly at head offices of buildings. And uh, when it comes in Oman, the biggest and most beautiful and uh, most strongest head offices are all for conventional banks. So, so it kind of takes that away from you. Um, but uh, yeah, um, there's a give and take in that. And uh, I'm happy to say at the moment we are Sharia compliant. So just to speak in terms of the performance of the fund, so this is for uh, Q2 2023, so it's the first half of the year. Um, we can see actual numbers versus the prospectus. Uh, just a disclaimer here, uh, there has been a regulatory uh, change uh, from the auditors in terms of how you recognize uh, profits for a real estate investment fund with a long-term lease agreement. So before we were realizing actual numbers, so how much rent you made that year is your rental income. But uh, after the change from the auditors, what happens is they, they take the entire lease period of 15 to 25 years, and they take the average rent, and you recognize that per year. So that kind of gives you a boost uh, in the first half of the year, or the first uh, half of the lease agreement, uh, because the average, since it's a step-up plan, is higher at the end than the beginning. So that's the main reason why we have uh, uh, made uh, higher profits. You can see the differences of, of almost 25%. This is just uh, in accounting terms. 
but of course, it gives also the fund the advantage to give higher dividends, which is uh, um, very important for our investors. Um, our EPS for the period is uh, 47 beza. We give out almost like 9% uh, yield on the fund uh, um, per year. If you look at the price now at 120 beza, you would say you're getting about almost 8.8% uh, return, which is uh, quite attractive. And uh, it's all higher than the prospectus initially. So what we were saying to investors in the beginning of how much return we would be making, it's uh, a lot higher than that. And the main reason for that is the accounting differences. But uh, we are also in the midst of uh, purchasing a new asset and uh, through that increasing our rental income. So we've already disclosed this in the market. Uh, we were able to find a new property um, which is Sharia compliant and fits our criteria. So it's actually a warehouse and distribution center in Rumais Barka. And its uh, tenant is uh, Nesto with a long-term lease agreement. Uh, so, so we're very happy about that. That's something that we've uh, been able to add to the fund. And uh, it's been less than a year since the fund has been public, but we've been able to achieve a new investment, a new property. It costs almost about 10 million Omani reals. And uh, yeah, we're happy. We've, uh, we're continuing with that process. And that's for sure going to be adding value for our investors. So I think that's it from my side. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, just as a footnote, I would like to say thank you for the opportunity. Uh, the Sharia compliance space is uh, it's great, uh, and I hope the awareness uh, becomes stronger and more people get to understand it and believe in it and uh, trust it. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people are skeptical when you see and talk to them in terms of Sharia compliant investors. And when usually you tell them, they'll always ask you, are you really Sharia compliant? I mean, does it really make a difference, uh, but uh, if, you, if we practice it and uh, we showcase it and we promote it, then I'm sure uh, others would also uh, do the same and uh, see the real benefit of it. Thank you all very much. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on the Islamic finance industry, log on to www.islamicfinancenews.com. You can also listen to IFN Podcast on your favorite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.